0: committed fraud for you, Ian. Did Lou Sanders in Bank KFC. Hello. You're listening to Crimes Against Comedy. This is a podcast where I am Jen, even though I am Jen in all aspects of life. Uh, Kiki's also Kiki in all aspects of life. I am joined by Kiki.
1: No. I'm always Kiki. Just wherever I go, it's me.
0: This podcast is... We talk about comedy in this podcast. And... It could be better.
1: Yeah, but I'd probably more suggest the Adam Buxton podcast, honestly.
0: Yeah. It even says it in our description.
1: Or Catherine Ryan's podcast or Ellison John. Ellison John. Listen to it don't listen turn this off and listen to Ellison John, please. But all listen to the Taskmaster podcast. Still not listen to that. I've listened to one episode, listen to Katie. Sean Gibson has been
0: on it, I think. I think she was on it. Is it the most recent one she was on? I don't know. I got the notification and then did not listen.
1: Where do we begin?
0: Yes, where to begin. Hello, everyone. No. I was going to start this by saying long time no, so you've just remembered because we haven't done this in weeks. We do have
1: valid reason though. Both of us went back to school. Yeah. That's why we haven't done one, pretty much. But <laughs> that's it.
0: I'm in year 11 and I'm busier doing this.
1: I'm not in year 11.
0: I've been looking for a job this week. I haven't. How so
1: ridiculous. Why are you looking for jobs? I can't even cook toast. Shall we begin? (sighs) Cook toast. (laughs) Begin, begin. Where are we beginning with?
0: I was thinking we could do this in the order that everything's been on and I went back and was thinking about what's been on. So the first thing that was on after... Anyway, the first thing I'm going to talk about is Would I Lie to You? With? Roisin Conater, Maya Jarma, Roman Kemp and Zan Van Tulliken. We haven't done one since then. No, that was the last time we did the podcast.
1: That was on. That was the evening that was on. That's ridiculous. We apologize. But um, I like that episode because I really like Rosheen and I didn't like her very well. I never disliked her, but I got more into her because my family watched Man Down. So I watched bits of that. And mm. then I watched her on Growing Pains with Rich Doywardi and I just think she's really brilliant. So I enjoyed that and I thought she was funny. And also, My Jammer was there and My Jammer is very funny. And Zand, who is my favorite out of Chris and Zand. Like, I do like Chris as well, but I just prefer Zand. So he was there
0: he was there that's that's our review yeah. of him he was there <laughs> he was there started off i rewatched all this before because that's how long it's been i couldn't re- i always rewatch things before i did the podcast but it began with a true reference we we must explain that, that is relevant because of ashes to ashes which is not a brick con but
1: well, i don't want to spoil it but true is very heavily involved in series three episode seven
0: yes i like Rosheen. I'd like her more now. I don't know why. I think it's because of how I got his view. But I've never, yeah, like like you said, I've never disliked. Was she not on it with Stephen Mangum when he
1: hosted? I feel like she was.
0: Possibly, I had tickets for her episode with Richard Ayoada. I forgot about that. And that was that was a dreadful night. It was the, the first thing that I'd finally got tickets for, and then I couldn't get it on. And there were fireworks going off, dogs were barking, it all went wrong
1: thing is that it was the it was before both of us watched the IT card so we were like oh I mean it's a shame but it's not a big shame it was
0: it was after actually what that's why because I remember thinking have I got too many tickets and then you were like oh because I was like oh do you want a ticket if I've got too many oh yeah because you had about eight tickets yeah, but it ended up I only had one but I just for some reason it came up in three different names it sounds like I'm committing fraud now I'm frauding the ticket
1: websites. Fraudulent Ian Hislop.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Committing fraud for him. Committing fraud for Richard Iowa. Sounds like
1: some EastEnders storyline.
0: <laughs> Ian,
1: fraud for Ian. I committed fraud for you, Ian Hislop. It's, it's like hard. you ain't my
0: mother, but I committed fraud for you, Ian. <laughs> I committed fraud for you, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> Please can we move on? <laughs> See, this is the content that you have all been missing in the four weeks that we've been gone.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yes. I must say, we've only
1: got an hour. We've only got an hour to film this because Amanda Robinson's a mastermind, and I want to watch it. So, <laughs> has she listened to this yet? Oh, she. I don't think she has. In all honesty, yeah, I, I doubt she's it. A very busy woman.
0: A very busy. Wo- yeah, she's been in Manchester mm. filming with someone that I know.
1: Ridiculous. That I'm meeting her
0: in July anyway. On oh, my 16th birthday, fuming. Who else is going to be there? Nobody good. No one from like Doctor Who or anything, though.
1: Oh, maybe. There you go. Not thought of that. What if Alex Kingston's there? No, it'll do me in. That. What if Catherine Tate's there? No, she won't be. She might be. Frank, who? Who even is Doctor Who? Are we Jodie Thingy? Jodie Whittaker. Jodie.
0: Jodie Whittaker. She's not even from. Where's she from? Yorkshire. Yorkshire. Oh, it does make sense then that you're doing a Yorkshire accent for her. Gary Lineker is, has just appeared on my television dressed as, what's he called, Colonel Sanders? Who?
1: That's, incre- that's like a strange dream. <laughs> you know, have a KFC one. Oh, I thought you meant just like some relation of Lou. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did Lou Sanders invent KFC? Yes.
0: May I comment on the lineup of what I like to you? Yeah. I don't even know what I'm saying. Yeah, I like Maya. Maya used to, and I mean, host is a very strong word because she just hosted the final, but she used to host The Circle with Alice Levine. When did Willis come in? Not Bruce, Emma. <laughs> when did <laughs> Bruce Willis? Yeah, she only came in in series two, but Emma Willis doesn't really host it, does she? It's mainly the voiceover. So fair. Done by the excellent Sophie Willen. Sophie Willen. Oh, I missed The Circle last night, actually.
1: I haven't watched it. It's not a comedy. We shouldn't really be talking about it, but, like...
0: <laughs> it's bad. Anything that's not comedy banned. You we know, have already talked about KFC and Gary Lineker. I was going to say, as well, your very own brand sat in your and Greg corner while we are doing a comedy podcast. I'll say, as well, for a while before this podcast, I could hear <laughs> Would I Lie to You on the telly two rooms away which is very unbreakable. And I don't know, did I tell you this? That um, like last Saturday, me and my dad were driving home Saturday night and not like, we weren't at the lights or anything, but we drove past some houses and I could tell from inside the car on the road, in their tele- on their television, they were watching Would I Lie to You? And then I got home and it wasn't actually Would I Lie to You, but it was because Lee Matt was on Saturday Night Takeaway and it was the
1: set up a big oddity thing so I was correct I am I did that strictly come dancing once at the house I used to live on the top of a big hill and it went it was like a dip and we lived at the like Peppa Pig yeah (laughs) Yeah. Macy Adam in a dip it was a massive dip and we lived at like the bottom bit of the dip but like it's it went down and then up again but like not quite as up as the first up bit but I lived on the lower up bit. And then there used to be a house opposite me, and it not in the dip, like to the left of the dip. But I could still see. In...
0: Do you want to be an estate agent? <laughs>
1: I could still see in their house, and they were watching um, Strictly Come Dancing, and I could tell because I could see Claudia's hair on the telly, and I was like, eight. I was like eight at the time. i still not commented on the full
0: lineup. <laughs> so, uh, yes, it was also Robin Kemp, who I
1: like. I quite like him. He's the offspring of Spandau Ballet. Not both sides. (laughs) Not all of them. Shirley and Martin Kemp. Do you know that Shirley was in Wham? I did know that, yeah. He's the offspring of Wham and Spandau Ballet. Yeah,
0: like, yeah, the ultimate rivalry, all in one man. That's...
1: (laughs) That's so brilliant. And I can see here... Do you know, I think I might have True on vinyl. Oh, excellent. Because I've got a massive 80s hits one that was my my dad's in the 80s. Oh, great. Karen talking about Martin.
0: Offspring. (laughs) Karen talking about offspring. Yeah, and I also like Zan looking, yes. Even though I did, I'll I'll probably tell his story in more detail, but I did once faint at the sight of him. Faint? Faint at the sight of him. I didn't faint at the sight of him. I fainted at Operation Out. And, shamefully, it was only last year. And I was fine watching it when I
1: was eight. Catherine Parkinson fancies him, and that is just, like, one factor of my extensive knowledge. Oh! This is an unbroadcast conversation Jen and I had the other day, but we were saying, oh, yeah. you know the Sepertie Circle, dear listeners, when they um when they come in <laughs> and they go in as other Probably Seperties, not. They should send Jen in as Lee Mack and me in as Catherine Parkinson because I think I, should, I could lie my way. Round being Catherine Parkinson easy. Like, I could be, her you know, if I tried.
0: But then it led onto a conversation about how these two people would text, and I genuinely don't know how Lee, Matt would text. Like, I don't imagine that...
1: Catherine Parkinson would use that cool emoji, that, you know, the cool one with the glasses. Yeah, say
0: she's down no, the, the heart's, hearts, the face and the hearts around it.
1: And she'd use the one yeah. with the hearts on the face. And also, this is... Uh, talking about texting, on Hypothetical, which we'll yes. talk about more later, <laughs> Victoria <laughs> Mitchell revealed she puts the date at the top of every single text she sends carry
0: on I've re- oh yeah um this was like a conversation between us david said i think it was someone said to Roshi do you think it's true and she went yes and the other person went thank you <laughs> just it was just so deadpan quite enjoyed that and the only mm-hmm. thing i actually remember from the first time that i wa- no, i remember a lot of the first time i watched this but the main thing was the tara story which I know, the Tara story, doesn't make sense to anybody. The Tara story. Yes.
1: May I tell the Tara story? I can't remember what it was. I just know Mrs McKillop was mentioned. Mrs MacKillop was
0: mentioned. So, Mrs. yeah, I was saying as well a couple of weeks, well, yeah, it would have been the last episode. that.
1: That's the first time Tara MacKillop has seen the light of day since the cooking pot incident. <laughs> as well, though, I was saying that David has mentioned Victoria's
0: name and I was like, oh, because they don't normally do that. And th- and then I was like, and then I put that on and I
1: was like, oh, Lee's just mentioned Tara. Are they just, they're assuming that I know the private life of David Mitchell, which I do. Yeah. But. I know. Not everyone is honest. I think even fans of
0: David and Victoria, for a while, when I liked Victoria, I didn't
1: know that they were married. How did you not know she was married to David? How I know. you could not know that. Yeah, I know. True. It's just been like I feel like I just I've known for a long time though. A long time. Can I get on?
0: Can I tell yeah. the Tara story? So it's yeah. not really. So basically, a while ago, Lee Max said on Emily Dean's podcast that his wife Tara met Roshin Connerty's sister. Oh yeah. Yes. You've remembered. And Roshin's sister said to Tara, "Oh, did you guys meet before?" Lee was a famous comedian before he had a bit of money and she was like, no. And <laughs> Roast Jean's sister went, oh, did he save her life or something? As if that was the only reason they were together. Everyone keeps going about how ridiculously beautiful Tara
1: is. Everyone if keep, keeps calling her stone-cold fox gorgeous.
0: <laughs> yeah, she must be well-chuffed. After years of just being called my wife, she must be well-chuffed.
1: But then... Um, when you google lee Macwife a picture of sally Bretton comes up does it
0: probably does
1: yes uh
0: yes the tara story i was very so yes i was like oh yeah i recognize that story and lee's one of the things on lee's card was that no it was that this is my round he said that he got his fingers stuck in a bowling ball and they brought all oils <laughs> to try and get them out and um <laughs> Yeah, and so someone on the other team said, what did you discuss while this man was helping you get your fingers out of a bowling ball? And he said, oh, we were just chewing the fat. And he said, uh, don't, we'll need that. Lee, I like this episode because there was a lot of, like, it was quite relaxed, do you know what I mean? There was, like, a lot of general conversation, which, well, a little bit, anyway, which has been, like, this series. But also there has been a lot of times that Lee chipped in with a bit of a bit of quick wit, and I think it was a very good balance. <laughs> Bit of weight. Quick wit.
1: Has Lee ever done Mock the Week? No. He'd be so good at
0: that. I think probably because he was quite an established comic probably before it started.
1: Oh, he's too highbrow for that.
0: I've never heard you call Lee Mack Highbrow, I must say that.
1: Um, I was going to say he's too highbrow for Hugh Dennis, but he's not. In his sitcom, Hugh Dennis he's is in too highbrow for him. Oh, yeah. Um, and did you see that they pulled
0: someone out of the audience? Yeah. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, they were talking about, because David, someone at a dinner table, asked him to take his jumper off because it was too distracting. Also, I may say about Would I Lie to You, Sophie Duker and Ria if you're listening to this, whoever makes Would I Lie to You, get them on there.
1: <laughs> anyway. Come on, Neil.
0: <laughs> yes. Neil, Neil Webster, not this again. Mel Gedrich, Unforgivable with Tom Allen, Gemma Collins, Darren Harriet. I did watch it. Haven't really watched it, can't remember much about it. I think someone died. I'm gonna leave that there. Did you watch the hypothetical with Richard Ayoade? I did. I made a point of watching it. Oh, excellent. I, I, the first thing I've written is that it's a good title sequence. I quite enjoyed the title sequence. It sounds like House of Games. Oh, yeah. I like the um, all the I don't know, they just Photoshop James and Josh's head into anything. Anyway, so the lineup was. Richard Iwada, Roisin Connerty again, um, Evelyn Mock, who I think this may have been a first telly appearance, I've never seen her before, and Ivo Graham. Evelyn and Ivo, even before they said the team name were very funny. The phrase, um, recently refurbished pigeon, was included in this episode. <laughs> that was one of the hypothetical prizes.
1: Also the phrase, ice creams that are no longer safe. Oh, yeah. And um, Howard the Halifax man. Oh, yeah, Howard from the Halifax. Howard the Halifax man was used as a personal counsellor for Ocean Connolly. So, yes, it was a very good episode. It's one of my favourites I've seen.
0: Richard was excellent and said, "I live with a haulage company." Oh, yeah. <laughs> At one point, they said to Richard, "Do you feel confident in your plan, Richard?" And he went, "I've forgotten what it is." <laughs> that was <laughs> such. a... That's quite a me thing that's to actually do. That's a you
1: thing. To, that's such a you thing to do. Yeah you feel confident in your blam, richard i've forgotten what it is. I've
0: forgotten what it is richard also said even on the trial period you love too quickly there's a jake song
1: um robo sheen robo sheen yeah my favorite fictional character of all time robo i'm obsessed it's just roisin but she was pretending to be a robot and she called herself robo which is a so witty b excellent so it was a bit of excellent wit, and I thoroughly enjoyed it.
0: Ivo got distracted and then said, "Oh, I was." You said blue contact, and I was thinking about my friends in the Conservative Party. And James played a hipper, so excellent. Oh um, yeah, it was. It's supposed to be Josh's dad. That—that's all I have to say on hypothetical. I must say again, I have extensive notes, but when don't I? This is just for an hour of my day. Imagine if you don't want to see the notes for my to-do list for the week. Um, Judy Love was on the last leg. I can't remember what happened, but Judy was on it and it was the last leg. Therefore, it was probably brilliant. Would I lie to you? <gasps> Anna! Anna Maxwell-Martin, Johnny Vegas,
1: Martin, and Alex Jones. So good. I Can I start off by saying I love Alex Jones? She's not even a comedian, but I think she's really funny. Yeah. Also, she spilt tea green tea i believe oh yeah she's built green tea on a priceless artifact and it all melted away when she and she said that the writing fell off yeah the writing slipped off it
0: fell off the letter
1: can i explain the david situation
0: oh i was going to say something about alex jones say something about alex jones No, I was just going to say that I have seen Alex Jones on it before and I've never, and I read it like, well, as I was looking at a TV guide, I read like, oh, something like, oh, if you haven't seen Alex Jones on this before, then yeah, she's very good. And she was very good. Um, And less than five minutes in, she said about Lee, I hate him. Which is... um,
1: Possibly quite common amongst guests. Which was um, funny because Anna Maxwell Martin expressed a hatred towards David. Oh, yeah, passionate hatred towards
0: him brilliant yeah this is the best bit of the episode what did she what did she say to him you'd be toast mate she said
1: she said and um, she said if you were my husband and you said that and she went you'd be toast mate like that i've got the video it's very funny what did she say to him i think david's too much of a what person i can't remember what she said
0: oh yeah she said some long word and i watched it and thought i don't understand what that means
1: and didn't bother to google it type of word I was sat with my mum and she audibly went, because she knew what it meant. (laughs) I I didn't. But um, Anna Maxwell Martin, I think, is very, very funny. We've not mentioned Johnny Vegas. We've mentioned Johnny Vegas
0: once, and that was to say that he was on this. But (laughs) I think he went first. And when they said it's Johnny's turn, he just sat there for a while. And then they said, read the card, and he sat there. He had to go, out loud. So, yes. And also, Johnny went a bit feral with the paint roller.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, I forgot about that. And which was second best Johnny Vegas moment aside from his point on Taskmaster when he was in the team with Moan Rizwan and Catherine Parkinson and they were both sat there.
0: I must have just thought, then when was Johnny Vegas on Taskmaster and then remembered
1: they were trying to do the task and Johnny Vegas was sat in the corner going, "I am not a crook, I am not a crook," just over and over. Oh yeah, yeah, over and over again. And I rewatched that the other day and it still made me laugh. So yeah audibly laugh mm-hmm. not as just in like a huh.
0: I was gonna say as well and I will say that um you when there's a good comedian would I lie to you you know because Lee doesn't interrupt them or at least they are better than Lee do you know what I mean yeah yeah and Lee was just laughing at Johnny and, and paying attention to him he wasn't
1: making wits. do you know what I've noticed I've been watching. A lot of Would I Lie to You at the moment. I don't know why, but I rewatched Bob Mortimer's ones and I watched some of Kevin Bridges. I once accidentally bought a horse. I watched that one. Lee, every time his teammate's story is ridiculous, he says, can my client have a moment, please? He says it all the time, like all the time. And I oh, personally yeah. think, Lee, you need to get some better jokes because you use all your same ones. and not going out. So get some new jokes. Oh, I'll be boycotting you. <laughs> I'm sat like a tortoise.
0: Diane Morgan used to have a talk. It's called Pork Pie.
1: Called Pork Pie? Yeah. That's a, so brilliant.
0: Once again on this podcast, I've written down the way that someone on to, to you said true because the way Anna said it, she went, oh, it's true. true. <laughs> She's trying to do a little song. Oh, yes, I've written down that Anna is Julia from Motherland. Oh, I've got the needles in my feet. If you're a physiotherapist, get in touch. <laughs> um, jo- Johnny story about T- that was so confusing he just kept repeating himself and I think it was I thought it was in a bid to not answer any more questions he made it confusing but then it was true so I don't quite know why did that he might have been confused himself anyway anyway Aunt Anna was so brilliant she was just having a good time
1: I, she's just she was just enjoying herself yeah she was just crying with laughter like, it's always really brilliant and would I like to you when they cry cat bells cat bells Cat, Bell. Cat Bell's Mountain. Cat Bell's mountain. Anna said about climbing a mountain, I
0: wanted to get on the bits and earn the things. And I think I think for most of this, she didn't know what she was talking about.
1: Um, she reminded me of me what went like, on with her life to you. I feel like that's what I'd be like.
0: Yeah, get on the bits and earn the things. Exactly. Lee used the phrase intolerable pillock. Was he talking about David? No, actually. Oh, surprising! Who was he talking about? I think he was talking about the person on the "This is my round." He also said um, on the "This is my round" that oh yeah, his story was that he knew someone who worked from Vittis, and my mum is banned from the Vittis factory. I forgot about that. Why did they ban her again? Because I think she she applied for a job in computers and she didn't know anything about computers. I can't believe she is Jen Barber. I know uh, we've said this before. They said. um oh, do you want, I think they offered her another job and then it was nights. and she was like, no, I don't want to do it. And they sent her a letter saying, never apply for a job here ever again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mum's banned from the biscuit factory. They mentioned Victoria's name again. I think we've mentioned Anna's impression of David, but it's absolutely worth mentioning again.
1: Come on, let's go, we're going. Come on, let's go. Flee the scene, we're leaving.
0: Kiki Peckham as Anna Maxwell Martin as David Mitchell.
1: Exactly. Thank you very much. I'm available for bookings whenever. <laughs> You've not got an agent? <laughs> Don't need one, mate. Oh, yeah. Have I got an agent? I used to have an agent. Oh, yeah, I forgot you used to have an agent.
0: I've never had an agent, and that's not a surprise. It was a bit where the um, where they were deciding whether something was true or a lie, where, where, oh, whether something was true or a lie, and Lee said, I'm going to go with the sensible one. And he was sat between Johnny and Anna. And I don't think he quite knew who to point to.
1: <laughs> Ended up pointing to Anna. That is all I have to say I'm going like to. It was very good. One of my favourite episodes.
0: Yeah, Anna was good. Johnny was very good, actually. Yeah, he was. Johnny was very funny on it. I don't, I don't, think he, I don't know whether he's been on it before, but he was very good.
1: Yeah. Did you watch Richard Ayoade on Unforgivable? I did not, because everyone said it was too rude. So
0: it isn't. Oh, oh, hypothetical with Victoria Cora Mitchell, however. So this lineup for this episode of Hypothetical was Victoria Cora Mitchell, Joe Sutherland. I'm not sure if he's done television before. Um but that's what I like about Hypothetical, is that they have they tend to have established comics on there mainly and then a couple of new ones. What is Victoria Cora Mitchell?
1: Like, I know what she is, she's a human.
0: <laughs> what is she? Yeah, I, know. I was thinking this. I don't think she's a very good fit for hypothetical. I know that's, like, awful, but...
1: I don't... I um, I don't know. I think she's very, very funny.
0: I think she's... she's I was going to say she's too clever, but she's just like, oh, yeah, I'll do that.
1: She's witty and she's
0: quick. But she's not... But that's not what hypothetical is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because hypothetical, they need lots of content. But still having her on the telly is excellent.
1: I do love her. I think she's... Really, really excellent.
0: Yeah, so having her on anything is a joy.
1: She spoke about Christopher Biggins, and that's always good.
0: Oh yes, um, Macy and Ed were on a team. First of all, I love Macy, and I love Victoria. Macy and Ed um, on what the week appear to be very good friends and
1: mm. a very
0: good team. So I was very glad they have a team on this.
1: I've already expressed my dislike for Ed Gamble. Yes, too much. Uh, but I think he's too—he's on too much. He's, he's on too many things.
0: I think... Just, I don't know. I don't really have an opinion on him. There's a couple of comedians like that that I just don't
1: have an opinion on. Like Rob Beckett, even Catherine Ryan, I don't have an opinion on. How can you not... Like, do you know, though, I didn't used to like Catherine Ryan. I, I went through a phase, I really, really liked her, and then she annoyed me and I didn't like her, but now I really like her. But now I'm in a phase... Last year, I really, really liked Joe Lysett because in the first lockdown, when Joe lysett has got your back was on, I watched it every week and it was really funny. But now he hasn't done anything for us, so now I've just got no opinion on him.
0: Yeah, there's a couple of comedians where I'm just I just don't have an opinion on them.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Anyway, Victoria and Joe's
1: team was called Manchester United. What I thought that was brilliant. Oh, I have just realised that's why you messaged me all, earlier on in all capitals, Manchester United. I thought they just scored a goal or something. And I don't even support Manchester United. I
0: don't. I don't
1: know. Oh.
0: Victoria, before they even, before the other team even got to say their team name, Victoria was already telling an
1: anecdote. I just, she's a woman of many stories, and I think that's what's funny. She's just got a story for every.
0: I think in the time where they were supposed to be quick, she went into debt with anecdotes, and then later on she was quite. Anyway, it was good. Anyway, yes. The sugar strobes. That was sugar strobes. That's clever, that um josh called victoria mate
1: that i didn't i didn't realize that had happened but that makes me very happy that that has happened
0: Gate at the top of the text we mentioned yeah. that she registered a domain name this is what i'm saying she just while the other team were trying to figure out their thing of trying to get someone to say their website name on the moon she was she had a phone out silently registered the domain name
1: what was it one step for a man.com yeah, one's, yeah, one small step for a man dot com. That's so brilliant. Should I Google it? Yes.
0: While you do that, I shall be discussing, which is exactly what happened on the show. When I was watching this, I was really, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm surprised Ed hasn't took the mickey out of Macy's accent, and then he did it.
1: Doesn't exist.
0: Did she lie? Lied. Lied. I thought she, I did think she'd genuinely done it. Victoria was, like, genuinely annoyed that they only send astronauts to the moon. Have I told her that my science teacher's applied to go to the moon? Are you joking? Really? There's not that much of an anecdote. Elon Musk is looking for people to go to the moon and she applied. Oh, James had like a massive thing on his head and someone said catering and then he said catering, I'm from there.
1: Oh, that's so funny. That that oh, That's brilliant. Why is a man from Kettering sleeping in a bush in Basingstoke? Yeah, see, the, the only other famous man from Kettering
0: I know is Hugh Dennis and he absolutely wouldn't do that.
1: No, he would, he would, he would. bring. He'd bring a pillow and he'd lay just on the top of it. Yeah, he'd have a
0: 4 poster bed, but in a bush.
1: And then you'd hear Claire coming down the road going, Hugh Dennis, I'm not hearing any movement. He- <laughs> it's because I'm asleep, love, leave me alone.
0: <laughs> Hugh Dennis. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry, this isn't me taking the mick out of Claire Skinner, it sort of is, but I love her, so it's...
0: I was going to say as well, did you see what phone Victoria had? Because I imagine she's the kind of person who either has like an iPhone 20 or she still has a BlackBerry because she doesn't want to fall victim to consumerism. It's very. Do you know that Sarah Pascoe for ages refused to buy an iPhone? So she had like a flip phone and an iPod.
1: That's such a Sarah Pascoe thing to
0: do. She refused to buy an iPhone but then ended up using a boyfriend so much. So I think... Um, James did a David Mitchell impression because it literally said on the subtitles as David Mitchell when they were talking about, um, well, Victoria's husband, David. I've written I'm Fond of It and I can't remember why. It wasn't about, it's not about me. Someone said, oh, James said to Joe, do, I te- do it, something like, do I detect a bit of chicken in your accent?
1: Chicken in your accent. Which was sort of strangely accurate. Joanna Lumley mentioned... Yes, yeah, they had to do the thing. It was like for Joanna Lumley. Allow get Joanna Lumley to put you on her shoulders, and Greg said, "I mean, Greg, who's Greg?" Greg, <laughs> because I was looking at a picture of Greg. and um, James said, "No, Ed, oh, Ed." said he'd get her to do some ritual. Oh yeah, yeah. They said, "Um, are you a fanana of Joanna?" <laughs> fanana of Joanna. <laughs>
0: Also, in the randomizer, in the last series, all of the consequences, so the last bit was Or You Die, but there were some new ones. Joe um suggested forming a charity called Joe's of Sad Cats. Oh maybe it should say Joe's
1: for Sad Cats. Oh yeah, Joe's for Sad Cats when it was Joe Wicks, Joe Lyset. No, that wasn't. Joe Lumley. That's it. Joe Joe. We could be like we could do um No, our name isn't the same. No. No, that really would not work at all.
0: No. Anyway, they made dummies of... Did they make just a dummy of Ed or did they do one of Joe as
1: well? I thought they just did one of Ed.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I think they said they did two. Um, and Ed said he was going to form a new culture in a place called Leeds too, and did the accent. So even more Yorkshire. There's just Yorkshire. He keeps doing Yorkshire accents in front of Macy Adam. Big ins. Victoria's like Biggins. It's bad out knowledge of
1: Biggins. You can explain the Biggins situation.
0: We explained it the last episode, but if you didn't listen to the last episode, basically Victoria on an episode of Only Connect, which is the quiz show that she hosts, just kept talking about Christopher Biggins. I don't know, and it spiraled from there.
1: And then she tweeted about him after, and so now yeah. we have an obsession—not even with Christopher Biggins, just with mentions of him. Yeah. Or just like people talking about him.
0: Yeah. I've written Bob. I think it's because Macy kept saying the word Bob. She said it an unbelievable amount of times, not even as the name. Hypothetical. It was good. I enjoyed it, yeah. Joanna Lumley and Nish Kumar on the last leg. Again, I can't remember what happened, but it was Joanna Lumley, Nish Kumar and the last leg. So it, it, how can you go wrong?
1: I didn't watch that, but I have... Joanna Lumley, I've just everywhere I look at the moment, she's there.
0: I in the break that we had, I literally watched this. I, so would I like to you unseen bits? Which I didn't actually watch on the night, so I watched it.
1: Bob, what did he say? Um, oh yeah, I suppose birds do have legs.
0: Yes. Because he, he was like, isn't it didn't he say, like, Isn't it incredible that birds have legs? Like you just amazed by the fact that birds have legs. I don't know. Yeah. I really like the Unseen Bits all the time because they're always very chaotic but these ones weren't as chaotic and as well I think it's because now I've got the last unseen bits to compare it to which is uh, the cooking pot episode which in my opinion best episode of would to you ever.
1: Do you know my favourite episode of would like to is Olivia Coleman, Michaela Strachan and then two other people and it's so ridiculously funny. It's just so brilliant. Olivia Coleman cries in it, but like not crying. She did some fake crying, but then David got stroked by a toy cat, and Lee pretended to grab a bird out the air, and it was just chaos in it.
0: I can't even remember. I feel like I don't know. I can't even remember what happened on that one. But I've,
1: I've got near on every episode recorded on Sky.
0: I know. I probably seen, I've seen most episodes, apart from until very recently. like the first and second series before so
1: before that Rob hosted so there was an episode with Rob before he hosted it and on the panel was Rob and Gabby Logan
0: no was there there seems to be a lot of Millet's references well there's been two in this series but I don't know what it was I thought it was a department store I think it's I think they sell tents there there's been two men Millet's tents I don't know David said, have we lost our respect for adjectives? Lee called David Dave. That's never happened.
1: Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> don't like that.
0: Yes, yeah. I think I've just realised that this was, I think, in the last Unseen Bits, that, Bob, you've already mentioned, we're going to have to mention seagulls being plucked out of the sky three times in this, because you've just mentioned that Lee pretended to do it, and Bob... Claim to have do, done it in this episode. I believe she's just watching. I can't even remember if it's true or not. But Victoria Cora Mitchell,
1: do you remember she did it? She no, she didn't get it out the sky. No, she didn't. She couldn't wave at Prince Charles because she was holding a seagull. <laughs> yeah, there's so
0: many seagulls. And I don't know whether I don't know whether you've seen this because I can't remember properly what it was from. But uh, there's a story that Russell Howard told once where he saw a man. He was in. I I can't remember where he was, but he saw saw someone like a seagull was going for the chips and they got annoyed at it. So they grabbed the seagull, shouted in its face and then just let it (laughs) go. And then he told it at the gig, the story. And then they were all just sat there like, yeah, that's that's normal. Um, Bob said, um, oh, this was in 77 or 78. And then Rob said years ago. Uh (laughs) Yeah, you said Bob being amazed by the fact that birds have legs. Apple News. Apple News? Ap- uh, apples? Chris, McCaus- Chris McCausland told a story and, about apples and then someone said, where did you read about this? And they said, oh, Apple News. Yes. I didn't actually watch this, but um, an episode of Mel Goodrich Unforgivable was Harry Redknapp, Jennifer Saunders and Phil Wang, which is it's
1: quite a random combination of people. I haven't seen that, but I know there was a mention of, the Menopause Sisters, which sounds strange, but it's a sketch, sketch group. I say that in quotation marks. That Dawn French and Jennifer Saunders were part of when they were at university. And well, it wasn't a sketch group; it was like an act they used to do. And that is the extent of my knowledge because there is no videos of it anywhere.
0: I do like Jennifer Saunders though. She's got a Have I Got News for You and Electron like Women talking about cars. I've put LG. I think I meant Mac. Yeah, I put, he was on Saturday Night Take and he was playing some, like, drums or something at the very end. Great. Oh, I've got Taskmaster. I forgot about that. I shall go on with my news as a bit of a a bit of a mid-section. Uh, Ria Lina, who is a comedian, I think is a regular on Steph's Pat Lunch, if not, has been on it this week and she was on Breaking the News. Speaking of Breaking the News, I watched a little bit of it and so it's a BBC Scotland show. There are, like, comedian guests on it and basically what they do is they sort of break the news so they do they'll sort of say in a random order i put two things together and then have to guess what it is and there's one liners at the start
1: that's clever
0: yeah it's been so long that we haven't done this podcast that actually there's been a full series of news jack
1: oh that's dreadful
0: how many episodes are there in a series this uh, this series there were four that's dreadful I know I was shocked you when know, I was like, oh, it's been that many weeks. But yeah, they're all available on the usual. BBC Sounds. I would say the usual podcast place, just like this. But yeah, BBC Sounds and Spotify, I don't know if they're anywhere else. And also, if you wish to apply for Have I Got News for You tickets for the virtual audience, you can do so. The series starts in April, so I don't know whether to wait until who the guests are. Um, should we talk about Taskmaster?
1: Yes. I. Really, really love Charlotte Ritchie. I think she is chaos. And she put a bucket on her head and it was remarkably funny.
0: She's sort of not contained chaos, but she's quiet chaos. She's quiet chaos. Yeah. You were talking about this and people on Twitter were saying that she is this year's Catherine Parkinson.
1: Yeah. Which is correct. I reckon that would be me. If I, I, if I went on to I feel like my approach to it would just be break all the rules and don't do it properly and fail and come last.
0: And thank them for the opportunity. I feel like that's going to be a thing that Charlotte does at the end.
1: Yeah, I reckon Charlotte, Catherine, what she did, she slowly slipped over the series from apologising to swearing to telling other people to F off. And I feel like that's going to be the character story arc that Charlotte goes on. Yes, possibly. Possibly.
0: The f- the only thing the first thing I remembered about Taskmaster when I was thinking about writing notes was Lee Mac's children. Because Lee's son was in not going out when he was like eight. Mm. And if he's my age, and if you look at him now Can you marry
1: him? No.
0: <laughs> That's the only
1: answer. Mike Wozniak is really funny. Yes. He he rode a hoverboard in a suit carrying some plates. He looks like the dad from Inside Out.
0: Does he? I have no idea. He does. I've written notes about each contestant. So, first of all, Lee actually on Taskmaster. Can't believe it's happening. Yeah. Charlotte Richard, when it was announced, I didn't know who she was, but I think, I don't know whether it was you mentioned it or I read it somewhere that she was in Ghosts. And we found out that Lee is a fan of Ghosts.
1: Yes, which is strange. Not strange, it's excellent because his not-going-out co-star, Katie Wicks, is in Ghosts. Who has a podcast now at the moment? Listen to Dear Me. Oh yes I have
0: not yet. So many podcasts. Only podcasts so little time. Exactly. Um, Jamali I met Jamale a while ago and I'd seen my a couple of things but I didn't really know too much about him. Sarah I, I would say I know her from Frayed but I haven't seen Frayed.
1: I'm really sorry to mention Catherine Poggin yet again but I need to tell everyone my Frayed theory. Oh, yeah. Sarah Kendall, Ginger, is in Frayed. Diane Morgan, Ginger, is in Frayed. Are they related in it? Not sure. Because my theory is they play siblings in it, and Catherine Parkinson was on a podcast a couple of weeks ago and said, I'm going out to film something in Australia. They film Frayed.
0: And Diane Morgan
1: recently had
0: been filming in Australia.
1: And I think Catherine Parkinson might be playing a Ginger relative of the two of them. Yes.
0: Yeah, so I know sort of knew who Sarah was, but not really. Mike, I know because he has, well, he had a podcast. He did a series of, a podcast called Mr Game Show with Diane Morgan and was very good on it.
1: He's also in Man Down with Roisin and Greg. Oh, I I
0: feel like you mentioned, oh yeah, I feel like I read that.
1: He also won Taskmaster, the original one that they did at the Fringe.
0: Oh yes, I forgot about that. You told me that. And as soon as they announced Mike Wozniak, I was like, that makes so much sense. Like, he's such a good fit. Do you know what I mean? Mm, Yeah. Um, Sarah just, Sarah,
1: she just like got on with
0: the task. She was just like, I'm not even going to attempt to be excited. I'm just going
1: to do the task. She did it in the most straightforward way possible and then pointed out afterwards that she'd gone. She said something like, I'm living life or something to make it more
0: exciting. Mike did a song at the start did he oh yes he did yeah for the prize task oh i was gonna say as well how old is charlotte because i feel like she may be the youngest contestant ever because oh yeah normally the people on the show are comedians aren't they and most tech tv comedians are in the 30s apart from oh rosemary Fale is like 26 or something so
1: charlotte richie is 31 is she She's younger. but lolly was the youngest ever Lolly was really young when she went on Taskmaster. Lolly's only 30. Oh, nice. How old is Rose? Rose Matafeo. I think she's like 20... 29. I thought she was a bit younger, Charlotte. Have we got anything else to talk about? I'm
0: still going on about Taskmaster. Lee dropping the bread and dropping all the things off that table was genuinely funny. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like this series, i would watched it, and like even the next day I was like... It was just them doing the tasks, and I know that's what the show is. But it was just like, oh, they're going to do the tasks. Let's talk about the tasks, and that was it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. I don't know how I don't really feel about the series. I,
1: I think I've only seen one episode, so I don't want to say anything yet. But the last series, I moaned because I was like, oh, there's nobody good on it. Mm. But it turns out there were some really good people on it last year. And then this series, I again went, oh, I only know Lee Mack, but I already like Charlotte, and I'm planning on watching Ghost. Also. Feel Good. She's in a thing called Feel Good, where she plays Mae Martin's girlfriend. Mae Martin's mum in it is none other than Phoebe Buffay. Oh, I didn't know she was in that. Mae Martin's mum is Phoebe Buffay, Lisa Kudrow. It gets better. It gets better. Charlotte Ritchie's mum in it is Joanna from Green Wing, Lorraine from Bodyguard, Pippa Haywood. Oh,
0: that's who, that's who Pippa Haywood is. Yes. Lorraine, um what's she called? There was someone in Coronation. Great, um, and every time I used to look at her and say, "She looks like the rain from Bodyguard," so I was just called Lorraine. It's not even her name.
1: Yeah, what she called Lorraine Craddock. CSI Lorraine Craddock. That's the one. She is still to this day mates with Tamsin' Greg, and that makes me remarkably happy.
0: Oh, great. Uh, Taskmaster.
1: Taskmaster. Um,
0: oh yeah, I was saying that I uh, I don't know how to feel about the series, but the cast so so brilliant yeah yes um jamali did some pillow spinning
1: i I, everyone and their dog was trying to pillow spin after that and i have not yet tried it i would attempt it now in fact i will attempt it now
0: i'd give it a bit of before. what did you do he folded it in half i haven't got was it a pillow or a cushion though that's the vital
1: that's that what's he folding it in half for right let me try with a pillow i've got like a bed pillow it like that, or with one finger? I don't know. Hang on, hang on, hang on, I will do this. He
0: did it with it in the middle, though. I'm not getting involved. Like that? But then I think he put his finger in the middle of the fold, yeah.
1: Like that? What's she done that for? What, what use is that?
0: For? Possibly, maybe he didn't. See, it is a skill, because the pillow is very bendy. How are you supposed to spin it? Right, we that there. Yes. Mike Wozniak and one of the Tassas introduces the man, the myth and the moustache. That's brilliant. And they used the carpet. Yeah. From the iconic gentleman, 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 who? The infamous carpet. The carpet, the round carpet. Actually, they
1: called it a red-green. Red-green, but the (laughs) red-green.
0: I think Mike, he sort of has, he's sort of like, I don't know like you was like people were saying that Charlotte is the Catherine Parkinson I would say that Mike is the Joe Thomas a little bit yes yeah you know what I mean yeah Lee just constantly shouting cheese 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 balls that happened and he made some like contraption and a, a cricket that was a, a what a cricket bat was involved <coughs> Um, like I said Mike is very brilliant um, and at some point he jumped out of some shrubbery holding some shrubbery Shrubbery? Shrubbery. Beth, did he thieve the shrubbery? Yes, actually. I know, every time someone says shrubbery, I saw a tweet before that was, I've just remembered that was words that have been ruined by comedy and I was trying to think of someone's shrubbery. Absolutely is one, just realised.
1: The final task was absolute carnage. It really, really absolute carnage, yeah. It was just Charlotte with buckets on her head and mike and sarah sabotaging each other and uh, buckets were thrown anyway yes whoa did you see
0: that i did it i, I, I don't think you can monetize that skill but I did it still fairly impressive we're doing pillow spinning now this is the pillow spinning segment of the podcast where we go silent for a bit and then go whoa because <laughs> i'm spinning pillows
1: yeah right I know that I can spin a pillow. I don't need to prove myself to anyone. You get an extra point from Greg. Yeah, exactly.
0: I don't think I was paying as much attention the first time I watched it, but Sarah, at the end, she ripped... Do you know like how Lee brought in like a mannequin of himself? She ripped his head off at the end. Ripped his head off? Yeah. that's That's the end of that <laughs> we've got. I've literally just watched this hypothetical... I've not got much to talk about on this anyway. Jujie Love, Alan Davies, Chris McCausland and Lisa Tarbuck. But I realised before that when I type it, it all corrects to Lisa Starbucks.
1: That's brilliant. Lisa Tarbuck has a show on Radio 2 Saturday nights. Oh, she's on the radio now as we talk. And at first, it's very, very chaotic. Think of, I don't know if the listeners are familiar with the Sarah Cox show, but um, that, that's chaos but times that chaos by a hundred that's when you get to lisa tarbuck because she literally doesn't play backing music or anything just sits there going pauline what's in this sandwich i don't know who pauline is that's a more classic than Alison john
0: as well as lisa tarbuck they had chris McCausland, who i think is excellent alan davies who i think is excellent and judy love who i think is excellent this was quite main, like, I would say all those comedians are, like, TV comedians, quite, not famous comedians, but fairly well-known comedians. Alan and Lisa's team was called, and there are two ways you can pronounce it, either joint pain or joint pain. <laughs> the phrase, enough lasagna sheets to tile a bathroom, was included in this episode. Yes. Um, yeah, Alan and Lisa made up something chaotic very, very quickly they made what was it it was a footstool that comes when you call it and it's william shatner's head and then it opens and there's ice cream in it
1: that's brilliant
0: yes and also judy got points when it wasn't even her round because one of her ideas was that good and that is
1: all i have to talk about yes it was good Um, and sally phillips was on hypothetical i watched it briefly this morning but not properly because i was Busy doing something else, but I can't remember what. But I didn't watch it properly. I know all I know. It's Sally Phillips. It, the thing was like, be the best world wrestler or something. I don't know. She went absolutely. She's running around screaming, shouting. Who else was on it? Sally Phillips. Sally Phillips. I don't know. She sort of stole the show, if I'm honest.
0: Is this another? It's hard to remember when Bob Morton's got a scotch egg in his pocket situation.
1: She's all I can think about.
0: Um. So uh, yes. Uh, that's the end. That's the end, guys. Also, I will say that a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned the Funny Festival, um, which is on which was on BBC. I think all of that's available on iPlayer. I'm gonna watch it all. I'm talking about. It. I'm also gonna watch Rosemary's Horn Dog because that is finally available in the UK, but I still haven't watched it. The production company that Neil Webster owns. <laughs> I only know this because I was looking at his production company yesterday. But there is a new pilot called Beep. May watch that and talk about it. Sophie because i on Unforgivable. So exciting. Ellie Taylor's on Hypothetical, you said before.
1: Yes, which I'm very excited about because I love Ellie Taylor. I used to watch her on Snog Mary Void when I was far too young to be doing so, at age probably four
0: or five. As well, I think this week I'm probably to watch Dating No Filter.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Because Maddie's episode has now gone out. Um, Maddie, who we talked about last week, I've not even... We've had so much to talk about this episode that we've not even... I've not even done my um, Alan Partridge chat, but it's because I've not watched the next episode, and
1: I shall. I need to watch some Partridge, actually. I, I will do a short amount of Partridge chat, in that we both have watched him do Kate Bush.
0: Oh, yes.
1: So, that I would recommend if you don't...
0: I went on, like, a thing of when I was... Last week... I don't know if I've not told the listeners this, but I write for... I don't write for News Chat... I send jokes to Newsjack and sketches when it's on because y- you can do that, writers can send stuff. And while I was meant to be doing that, I got distracted by watching Alan Partridge sing. I think it might have been that, or it might have been this podcast that I've probably got distracted from anyway. Is that it?
1: Yes. Yes, thank you for listening. Um, I doubt anyone listens to the end, but thank you if you do. Yes, if you listen to the end, then thank you very much take a brownie point have a comedy point and collect all your comedy points up and then we'll know who listens to the end and who doesn't what but yes don't know you're about but yes yes
0: thanks for listening thank you everyone i think that's all is that all we've got to say yes thank you very much for listening thank you for your time thank you very much goodbye woohoo